Welcome back, besties. It's your host, Amanda. And Sarah. And we are so excited to have you here as we're starting our brand new month of October. And we are bringing you our first mini episode as we are preparing to start our October book. Yay, so exciting. Have you gotten your copy yet? It actually is on its way. So I don't know if you've experienced lately. I feel like everything that I've ordered has been like on some weird delay. Has that happened to you? No, that stinks. (laughs) I think there's a lot of just things happening right now with all kinds of like shipping and everything like that and things to trying to get fulfilled. But but needless to say, it's coming and I'm so excited. I just don't know when. (laughs) It'll be there. It'll be there soon. I've got my copy. I got mine last week, but I haven't had a chance to actually like read it. Every time I've gone to like sit down and read, something comes up. So I'm like really bummed, but I'm like this weekend, I'm just dedicating to reading this book. (laughs) Well, I'm so excited to start a new book and I just, I cannot wait to just dive into this because this month we are actually changing it up and we are reading a romance. Yay. My favorite, my absolute (laughs) favorite. I like reading all things, but I mean, I'm not going to lie. Romance is definitely my favorite genre to read. (laughs) Me too. And I feel like this time of year, like everything is just, it feels more romantic, something about the seasons changing and everything like that. And I just feel like it's the perfect time to get into this type of a book. My season still hasn't changed. It's still summer here. I'm totally no. bummed. You know, I thought we were going to get a little bit of fall. I remember I told you there was like some rain coming. It rained for like a little bit and it was like this hot, humid kind of rain. And it tricks you because it's kind of cool in the morning. But then like three hours later, it's burning up again. And I'm like, ugh. Fall, just get here already. I'm done with summer. (laughs) We need Sarah to have some sort of a fall. (laughs) Did you, I sent you a video where I made fall in my bedroom. I had my pumpkin spice candle going. And then I had a YouTube video of like this fall aesthetic where it was like me, where it was like, it looked like I was looking out a window with all the fall leaves going down and like rain. I just, I I couldn't take it anymore. I had to make fall in my bedroom. You created your own fall. (laughs) I did. I did. I and I had my fall blanket. It was, I was burning up. But I'm like, nope, because this is what you do in fall. You curl <laughs> up in a blanket and you read and I'm just going to stick it out. And I did. <laughs> just turn down that AC a little bit. And just <laughs> Yeah. Just don't tell my husband that, but yes. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm so excited because, so today we're bringing our first bestie babbles. So this was a phrase we just coined up. Um, Sarah actually thought of this and it kind of goes into our whole BB theme, bestie in a book, bestie babbles, our BB tribe. I love it. (laughs) So I I don't know if I love it. I mean, I said it and now I just feel like it sounds silly. (laughs) I love it. So bestie babbles, it's just basically these little mini episodes that we're going to be bringing to you either while we're starting to ramp up and get ready for a new book or just randomly. You never know when we might just kind of give you an extra little bestie. More episodes. (laughs) Yes. Special edition. I love it. (laughs) So today, yeah. So bestie babbles, our first take uh, today as we're ramping up and getting ready for our next book. And we're so excited um, just again, just to start a new month with you to start this new book with you. And September was awesome. And I just can't wait to see where October takes us on this reading journey. Yes. So let's get into our babbling. <laughs> let's get into the babbling. Let's get into babbling. Should we talk about our weeks? Let's talk about our weeks. What happened in your week? Uh, let's see. Not too much. It hasn't been too exciting, but 
but you know we also have a tiktok and <laughs> that has blown up oh my goodness i am so shocked we literally when i checked it we had like i'm not joking 20 something followers and right now we're over 700 followers this happened within two days book talk community is there to support each other i love it i'm just I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Like all these people following us. I'm trying to follow everyone back. It's being really hard because there's just so many like new ones coming in. And TikTok stopped me. I got banned from following people. So (laughs) many thoughts. So first thought for somebody like me who does not have a lot of TikTok experience and is trying to figure this out as we're going, which it's been so much fun. What is, is it book talk? It's book talk. What yes. Is, yes. Okay. Can you give us some details? Because obviously I am so thankful for this community that started to follow us. I feel like overnight, like whatever you're doing, it just like all of a sudden just That's grew. <laughs> I wasn't really doing much except for liking people's videos, leaving little comments. And then next thing I know, they're sharing the love back and following us. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. But book talk is basically just readers, authors, Anybody who loves anything to do with books, you know, making TikToks, sharing recommendations, and it's just, it's amazing. Well, I'm so thankful for everybody and anybody who's started following us. I feel like every single time I go out into the TikTok, it's just this outpouring of love and positivity. And so many people are just making all these fun book-related videos, and it's just inspiring and exciting. And it just... It's just amazing. So thank you so much for taking time to actually just follow Bestie in a book and to be along on this ride. It's just, it's the outpouring of love has just been incredible in such a short amount of time and unexpected. Very unexpected. Can I just say though, the one downside to book talk is now I have so many more books on my TBR list and I'm like, how am I going to buy all these books? How am I going to afford to buy all these books? Because there's just every every TikTok I see is like, oh my gosh, I need to read that. I need to read that. I need to read that. <laughs> there's so many books. Too little time. <laughs> <laughs> Too little money. But <laughs> yeah, no, but honestly, though, like this has just been a, an incredible journey. We started just a couple of weeks ago and all of a sudden now we actually have people who are interested in joining us and we're so happy and I just hope that who's ever listening you're finding some value in this podcast and that it is inspiring you to either one read more and also just get closer to your bestie especially if you're in a long distance best friendship (laughs) exactly and just so you know if you haven't already followed us on tiktok go ahead and do that because (laughs) if we can get to a thousand followers we can start going live. And I just feel like we could have so much fun with that. So oh much fun. <laughs> so tell your friends, go follow us, go join the Facebook group and Instagram. We have a few more Instagram followers as well too. So go look us up there. We do. Thank you so much again, just everybody and anybody who's following along. We really appreciate it. And we're just so happy that you're here. And if you come and follow us and listen to us, you get to hear you know, some of the embarrassing stuff that happened to us like for example, this week, oh goodness, I can't believe I'm going to tell this. I, uh, <laughs> on my way to work, I've been listening to an audiobook. Yes, I'm book cheating again. I'm reading another book, well, listening to a book while we're starting this one. Um, it's a romance, it's a spicy romance. Sarah, 
it's a spy. I mean, I could Audible gave me two free credits to buy two books. I had I did to get do free, it. I did get two free credits too. <laughs> what was I gonna do? I had to do it. And this is this book I'm listening to now is a sequel to one that I've already read. And I'm like, okay, I love the first one. I'm sure I'll love this one. So I've been listening to it on my way back and forth from work. Um, the other night we needed to go to the store. We needed to go to the to the grocery store, pick up a few things, and I forgot that. It's just automatically on my phone. <laughs> so Keith got in the car and I was, it came on. I was like, oh yeah, I'm listening to a book. And before I could change it, you know, some of the spicy stuff started to come on and there, we're talking about things, <laughs> hands touching things and places on bodies. <laughs> I don't really think he noticed at first. <laughs> I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, I was mortified. I shouldn't have been. I mean, you know, but... <laughs> was a little embarrassed I don't think he noticed until the f-bomb was thrown out there and he was like what did they just say <laughs> nothing nothing let's go let's, let's let's hurry I'm going to the store and go pick something out oh my gosh but I yeah. love this for so many reasons can we just ask what book are you reading in the car because it sounds steamy and I think we're all curious and we was, all may need to read yeah. it it's very steamy and it does not wait to get to steamy part. It jumps right in. Um, it's called A Lot Like Adios. It is the follow-up to You Had Me at Ola. Um, I believe there's three books in this series because I think it's about uh, a group of cousins. Um, so, yeah, very spicy and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> now so is Keith. <laughs> Did he – was he, like, curious, like – like, are you guys now listening to this together or oh. was it just more of like, a... <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, sadly to say, and this was on one of my TikToks, Keith is not that big of a reader. He doesn't, I don't know. He doesn't really, it, it's just not the same time. Like, I mean, if he has to read something, he'll read it, but that's not how he would prefer to spend his downtime, you know, with a book and reading, which I mean, I guess that's okay. I don't understand that, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's him. He'd rather play video games. Oh my goodness. Well, that is too funny. And I just, I can only, I can just like see how that must have played out. And I'm sure that was hilarious. But also like, I just, I love that you're listening to books in the car. I do the same thing and I might have to check that out because I haven't had, I do have that other free credit. So I feel like I need to use it on something, but yes. is it book cheating if you're, re if you're listening to it? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that's okay. Like, I think that's okay. <laughs> listening to it is totally different. But yeah, so that that's my week. Nothing else too exciting going on. Work is good. And I'm ready for the weekend. I'm so excited too. And my week here, it was a little bit, I kind of like another uneventful week, which was kind of nice. But one thing that was really neat that I did get to do was I, for my, for my job, I got to participate in something that's called Women Hack. And it was this awesome event and it's all virtual. I think before COVID, they used to actually have these in, you know, an in-person setting. Um, but now with COVID, it's all virtual. And it basically is just this event that promotes gender equality in tech. So for any listeners out there, I do work in the IT field and there's not a lot of women in tech. And so it is just such an awesome event that's helping people get hired at companies that are committed to diversity in the workplace. And the women that I met were just incredible and so intelligent and so wonderful. And it, I just, it was, that was the best part of my week. So that sounds amazing. Do you happen to know, like, do you have any numbers like on how many women there are in tech, like in the U S 
Ooh, that is a good question. I we don't know off the up. top of my head, but we definitely should. I, I would love to like get that number and bring it back. And whatever it is, we need to help make it higher. Yes. Yes. Like what <laughs> the <that>? future is <laughs> female. <laughs> yes. But no, this event, it was just awesome. It, it just, it felt empowering as a woman. It was so exciting to be able to empower other women who are trying to get into the tech field. And it was just, it was awesome. That's so cool. I'm glad you had, were able to connect with that. And I'm sure you do an amazing job because you're amazing. <laughs> thank <laughs> so, you, Bestie. That's you're awesome. Right no, you. I speak the truth. I'm glad you got to do that. It sounds like really fun. Thank you. But yeah, that was a, probably the highlight. And then something else that I'm excited about that hasn't happened yet, but is coming up is I'm actually going to California tomorrow. <laughs> Woo, tell them why you're going to California. So I am going to California on like our official honeymoon. So Yay. I'm so excited right after. So I think we, we probably touched on it on here a little bit, but after I got married, uh, we just did like a really, really small wedding with everything with COVID and everything that was happening. It was just really small and we didn't really take any sort of like a big honeymoon afterwards. We just kind of had so many things that were happening at the time. Um, so now we're actually kind of settled and we're going to get to go on this trip and I'm so excited just to do this and we're vaccinated. We're still going to be super careful. Um, but I just, I'm so excited to see different places that I've never seen. So, so where are you guys going? So we are going to Napa. Um, so I'm so Jealous. excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I drink all the wine for me, please. <laughs> I will send lots of pictures and I'm just, I'm just so excited to see it. Like it looks beautiful and mm-hmm. incredible. So. Wow. So that's a highlight. That's exciting. Yay, I- that is exciting. <laughs> Fun times. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, that's it. So. <laughs> all <Okay>. right. <laughs> Well, I think you had a quiz or something you wanted to give me. Amanda found a book quiz, and we thought it'd be fun to do I on do. here. So I'm <laughs> so right. excited. So for our first Bestie Babbles, we thought it would be fun to kind of get to know Sarah a little bit more for oh those of you who don't get to know this amazing person I call my best friend. <laughs> and okay. also related to the books. So this quiz is, which classic book is your perfect match? Okay, I feel like I'm going to be disappointed because I feel like I already know what my perfect match is. And if I don't get it, I'm going to be very upset. But well, okay, here we, we go. Tell us, what do we, what do you think? No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's wait till it's at the end and then I'll tell. Okay, are we ready? I'm ready. Okay. Question one. <laughs> And okay, and I also just want to say this is through um, the penguin dot uh, com website. So if anybody else wants to find out what your classic perfect match is, you can go out to penguin.com.uk. Okay. First question, Sarah. What is the best place to have an adventure? Option A, a big old house. Option B, dark city streets. Option <laughs> C a secret lab- laboratory, or option D, the sea? An adventure. Um, those are my only choices. <laughs> I'm going to go with a big old house. Was that one? Was that one of my that choices? Was one. Yep, that was okay. the first one. All right, I'm going to okay. go with the house. Okay. 
I would have too. That was a little bit, well, the sea, I mean, I guess the sea, but I mean, it's like, no, I, like I don't want to be beach. on the, yeah, no, but I don't think that's what they mean. Like I'm not no. going to be on the middle of the ocean. And then what was it? A dark alley? Like, no, I want to live. Thank you. I'll take the house. <laughs> it's the safer option. Exactly. Next question. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> question two, pick an activity, flirting and dancing at a party, exploring life's greatest mysteries risking everything on a secret mission or taking time to reflect and explore nature? Oh, I'm torn between two. Oh, goodness. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, the flirting and dancing at a party. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> what, was, what do you think the other one was that I was contemplating? Oh, well, I could see you kind of like, you're interested maybe in the mysteries one, kind yes, of? Yes. Okay, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> but I'm going to go with flirting and dancing. <laughs> okay. Ooh, okay. Question three. Your favorite kind of hero is from humble beginnings, a romantic, striving for a better world, or a bit of an outsider? Ooh, those are all really good heroes. <laughs> Give me the list again. Okay. Uh, from humble beginnings... A romantic, striving for a better world, or a bit of an outsider? Oh, I, you know, I'm going to go with my gut here. I don't know why I want to say this, but I'm going to go with a bit of an outsider. I don't, that's honestly, I knew it. that's not the one I thought I would pick, but I'm going to, something keeps telling me to do that. So I'm going to go with it. A bit of an outsider. I, okay, I'm not going to lie. At first, I was like, she's going with the romantic. And then when I read it a second time, I was like, she might go for the outsider. I don't know why. I had a feeling. I don't either, but <laughs> that's, who, that's what we're going with. <laughs> okay, this one has six choices. So okay. next question. You can travel in time and or space. Where would you most like to go? Number one, England, Victoria, London. Sorry, Victorian, London. The Age of Reason, Jazz Age in New York, A Remote Island, or The Not-Too-Distant Future? Victorian London. Hands down. <laughs> Hands down, Victorian London. You've wanted to go to London, though, like, forever. I'm obsessed. I have an obsession. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Choose a goal. To find romance. To seek my fortune. To make a groundbreaking discovery to make something beautiful, or to overturn a powerful regime? Oh, um, let's just go with romance to find romance. Like it? Yeah. Okay, that was it? That's it? Are you ready? I don't know. I'm a little worried. Can you, like, give me a hint? <laughs> Not what I thought. <laughs> No, but it's, it's a great one. It's a great one. No. So are you okay. ready? I'm ready. It does make sense though. Like when I, when we, when we read the little excerpt here and why this chose this for you, I think we'll kind of understand. Okay. Okay. It's great expectations by Charles Dickens. How did I know I was going to get great <laughs> expectations? How did I know that that's not what I wanted, but how did I was like, this thing's going to turn up and tell me it's great expectations. Really? I, I just had this gut feeling. Go, tell me why I want I'm curious to why they think that's my book it says <laughs> I'm a little looks annoyed like, <laughs> looks like someone's got a soft spot for the underdog we guarantee 
which kind of makes sense. You're always for rooting one, for one question, one question <laughs> determined by book. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. Oh gosh. Okay. We guarantee, okay, now, I don't know. We guarantee that the remarkable story of Pip, an orphan raised out of poverty into the life of a gentleman by a mysterious benefactor will tick all the right boxes. This is an argu- This is arguably Dickens' darkest book, so watch out for sinister characters lurking in the shadows. Hmm. I mean, it's a great book. Sure. <laughs> it's not Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> I knew it. Was that what you were hoping for? Secretly? Of course. That's why I put the flirting and dancing in a ballroom. You should have gone with a romantic <laughs> instead of the... Um... I didn't think one little question <laughs> would alter my entire fate. Oh. Okay. We'll just... We'll say it's like Pride and Prejudice, prejudice on the down low, but just... <laughs> yeah, I'm you overruling do... that. <laughs> I... I... I appreciate the suggestion, but no penguin.com. That's not my classic book. Sorry. I heard you out. It's not it. It was fun, though. It was fun, it though. It was fun. It was fun. That was a good idea. <laughs> okay. So next up, we wanted today to be able to just kind of set the stage for what's coming next and specifically for our next book. And we are so excited. So our next book, as we talked about at the very beginning of this episode, is Get a Life, Chloe Brown. And we are so excited. And it's a romance, and it's written by Talia Hibbert. And I, for one, have not read any books by Talia before. So this is my first book that she's written, and I'm so excited to dive in. Yeah, this is my first book of hers as well, so exciting. do we want to start maybe with just like a little bit of an intro to Talia just from her website and just kind of give the listeners a little bit of background of who she is? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Okay. So this came right from her website um, and it says, <clears throat> so Talia is a New York Times, USA Today, and Wall Street Journal bestselling author who lives in a bedroom full of books. Supposedly, there was a world beyond that room, but she has yet to drum up enough interest to investigate. She writes steamy, diverse romance because she believes that people are marginalized or of marginalized identities need honest and positive representation. Her interests include makeup, junk food, and unnecessary sarcasm. You love sarcasm, so I'm excited about this. (laughs) I mean, I think we should be friends. We need to be friends with Talia. That sounds... (laughs) I love it. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) And she and her many books reside in the English Midlands. Oh, yeah. We definitely need to become friends so I can go visit her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm so excited. And I think so it just in preparation of reading this next book, we definitely wanted to give that little background of Talia. And then also we found this really cool interview that just talks about her, why she wanted to read the book or write the book. And Sarah, do you want to take it from here? Yeah. So she had an interview. This was in 2019. She had an interview with Entertainment Weekly. Um, And one of the questions they asked her right off the bat was, what inspired Get a Life, Chloe Brown? And she said, I had wanted to write a heroine who had healthcare issues that I could relate to because I have written a diabetic heroine in the past, but I've never written a heroine who dealt with chronic pain. It's something you don't often see in romance since since it's a very uplifting genre and people don't seem to think that you can have an uplifting story with someone dealing with a condition like that. 
So first and foremost, definitely a desire to write a romantic comedy, a happy story where the heroine has issues and that doesn't stop her getting a happy ending. So she based this character, I guess, off of her. She deals with chronic pain and the character Chloe in this book also does. So I thought that was really interesting and I'm excited to see what she's going to do with that in the book. Um, She goes on to talk in this article about why it was so important to have that. And she said, basically, she just said, we see it a lot in books where there's a man who deals with pain throughout the story, but you don't really get to see that from a female point of view. So she definitely wanted to have that. It was important for her um, for that to be out there. Um, And then another thing that I found interesting was they asked, why do you think or what do you think is the most misunderstood thing about people living with chronic pain? And she said, it's a societal idea that if you're in pain, you have to be either a screaming, useless mess to be worthy of sympathy or you're not in pain enough. So that's definitely the thing that bothers me the most. Wow. What do you think about that? That's pretty interesting. That's incredible. I mean, just, I mean, first, I just love that we're about to take on this, I don't know, this journey with her and she's sort of paving this pathway for a topic that's truly not discussed, or at least I haven't read anything like this in the past. And I was just doing a quick Google while you were sharing that. And it looks like according to Healthline, it says that 50 million, about 20% of US adults experience chronic pain. And that's something that I didn't realize was so widespread and she's so right there's not a lot of representation at least from what I've read of characters going through something like that it's usually you know everybody's kind of happy-go-lucky and there's not really that you don't get to see that kind of stuff you might see like other things going on maybe there's family issue or somebody their business isn't going well but you don't at least from what I've read I've never really seen that before so I'm glad that she is bringing that representation the one thing that stuck out to me is when she talks about how society, in order for somebody to have sympathy or be worthy for sympathy, that you have to be like in this excruciating pain and it has to be showing all the time. And that's just, I hate that. I mean, she's right. That's what it is like today. And it's so wrong because you just don't know what people are dealing with on the inside. And there's a lot of people who can just deal with it really well, who can hide it really well. And I think I can relate to that. I don't suffer from like physical pain, but with my anxieties, you know, it's, it's kind of tough sometimes to get up and do things for yourself. And sometimes I feel like, well, people have it harder and I shouldn't be complaining because I'm, I'm here, I'm breathing. But I mean, there's, and I don't know, maybe somebody out there is dealing with anxiety like I do too. But like, for instance, you know, we had talked about how I got a car And that shouldn't seem like a big deal. I'm 33 years old. That's not, it shouldn't be, I mean, I should be driving, right? But that's really hard for me to do. Like, it's really hard. And the fact that I, I mean, I only drive to work and back, honestly. That's all I do because that's all I can handle right now. But I'm learning to be like, to tell myself, you know, that's okay though. Like, I should be so proud of myself for doing that and for getting through that. And that's just what that kind of reminded me of. So I don't know. I just I'm I'm really glad that she wrote this book. I feel like it said she had a somebody one of her characters has diabetes as well. I'm interested in what that book is. Maybe looking that up too and just diving more into her. Well, Becky, first, just thank you for 
being vulnerable enough to just put that out there because I know that that's not easy to share like that. And first, I think that that's huge of you to talk about your experiences. And also, I know when we were talking about your car, you know, you and I, I think kind of had like a common understanding of like the magnitude of that. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just because it was a car. It was just like, it was such a big monumental moment for so Mm -hmm. many reasons that you just shared. And I think the fact that we're just able to talk about it is incredible because there are probably so many people that are going to be able to relate and just be touched at the fact that like, we're just normalizing that and it's okay. Exactly. Exactly. I'm I'm so glad. Hopefully I'm sure this book has meant so much to so many people who deal with chronic pain like this or anything on like I was saying like anxiety anything like that anything and anything so, that you're fighting through just to get through the day and I think like you said like you never know what somebody else is going through and I think we all just need that compassion and that mm-hmm. empathy and just to come into any situation that we're in with just love and an openness to try to understand and you're so right especially in modern day society with everything that's happening in the world with COVID and everything else. It's just, I think, I don't know, people are experiencing things on just such a different level now. Yes. So I'm excited. And yeah. So if you want to read this article, like I said, it was with um, Entertainment Weekly. You probably have to type it in because it is from 2019. Um, I'm pretty sure there's two more books in this series. So I'm really excited about that. (laughs) Oh, goodness. But um But yeah, so go check out that article if you have a chance. Well, I'm so excited to start this new book. And Talia, you know, we're so excited to read exactly what it is that you're putting out there. And I think we wanted to conclude today by just kind of setting up what to expect for our listeners and Kitty specifically. (laughs) We know we have one listener. But anybody else. Should we read what the book is about? Should we read the back? Sure. In case nobody, in case people are still like, "Ooh, should I get the book?" This we're going to tell you why you should. It says, <laughs> "Chloe Brown is a chronically ill computer geek with a goal, a plan, and a list." After almost but not quite dying, she's come up with a list of directives to help her get a life. But it's not easy being bad, even when you've written out step-by-step guidelines. What Chloe needs is a teacher, and she knows just the man for the job. Redford Red Morgan with with tattoos and a motorbike. Red is the perfect helper in her mission to rebel. But as they spend more time together, Chloe realizes there's there's much more to him than his tough exterior implies. Soon, she's left wanting more from him than she ever expected. Maybe there's more to life than her list ever imagined steamy and exciting (laughs) and all the things I'm here for it and I am ready (laughs) I think this one's going to be steamy the there's these um reviews that say funny sexy and intensely romantic Ooh, so excited (laughs) I cannot wait oh my gosh and it sounds like real like it just I think a lot of the books you and I maybe have read in the past it's like the romance (laughs) <laughs> the romantic books are just it's like a hallmark movie and you're just you know it's just it's wonderful yeah. but it's also I love just it just it sounds like this is going to be like a, a relatable real life situation exactly. versus a fantasy yeah I mean I think that's where you know her having her character deal with the chronic pain like that is going to make it 
more relatable. I mean, yes, we all read romance to escape and dream, but it is also nice to be like, hey, I can relate to that character and I can actually see this story happening. Like I could see this unfolding in real life. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So should we talk about our Yes, go ahead. Oh goodness. You know what? I can't hear. We can't hear anymore. Oh no. I can oh. hear you. <laughs> Yay, we're back. What has always happened to us? That was a very quick break. So I think you know what? It's okay. We're getting okay. We're yeah. just gonna keep on going. Keep going. Go <laughs> ahead and tell us the schedule, Amanda, for October. Okay, I'm going to switch over to our schedule and hope that it doesn't pause. This is okay. a big risk, people. <laughs> All right. Can you still hear me? Yes, we're good. Okay, yay. Okay, so on the fourth. Uh, we are bringing you this episode of Bestie Babbles, um, just our little fun best friend chit chat and getting ready for the new book. On the 11th, we are going to be bringing you chapters one through 14. Yes. So start reading now, guys. <laughs> yeah. So again, that's no, or sorry, October. I'm already on a different month. No, October 11th, we are bringing chapters one through 14. Um, and then on October 18th, we're going to do another mini series of Bestie Babbles um, just to give everybody some time to get ready and read those next chapters. And then on the 25th, we're going to be bringing you the final chapters of 15 through 23. And then on November 1st, we are so excited because we are going to be bringing you a special Halloween episode and we have lined up the most amazing special guest. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't hear you again. <laughs> like Amanda was saying, we have a very, very, very special guest <laughs> coming on. We're so excited. We're not going to tell you who it is, though. Not yet. Not yet. And we are so excited. So stay tuned. And we're also going to be posting this schedule because I know that was a lot of information, but we're going to be posting this to all of our social media accounts in a fun little graphic. So you can just look at it and know exactly what's coming, what dates we're going to be reading, what chapters. And we're just so excited for you to be along with this new book. Yay. Also, we're going to be posting another question in the Facebook group. So please go join the group so you can interact with us. Um, this week, we want to know what is your, since we're reading a romance, we want to know what your favorite romance trope is. And we were kind of discussing this earlier, like uh, which ones ours are. And Amanda doesn't really have one. I think she just likes them all. You don't, you don't specifically have a favorite, right? Okay. So full disclosure, because <laughs> honestly, I am not going to pretend like I'm a book expert. <laughs> and to be honest, I had never heard the word trope until Sarah and I were talking about this earlier today. I wasn't going to tell them that. <laughs> well, you know what? It's okay. You are the, the genius here. And I didn't know what it meant. I don't know if everybody else does, but the TikTok book club is probably all very much disappointed right now, <laughs> but I'm sorry, people. I'm learning and I'm just enjoying this. And do you want to share what a trope is just so? Yeah. So, I mean, the trope is basically like the plot or the theme of the book. So for example, like, do you like the books where it's like friends to lovers or the fomance where, you know, they fake a relationship for some reason, but end up following and fall, uh, falling in love with each other. Something like that. The cliche plot line. So now that you know, do any pop to your mind that you have or just kind of all of them in general? 
So I love the thought of like a best friend situation. Like I love like the thought of like, you know, somebody like a couple like and their best friends and then all of a sudden they just like realize like, wait a second, like we're actually in love. Like I love that thought. Um, That's probably the most fun to read. And I feel like a lot of the shows that I watch like Vampire Diaries, like we talked about last week, (laughs) there's that element of like the friendship that turns into the love interest. And I just, I don't know. I think that's how the best relationship starts. Oh, that's so good. So you'd like the book that I'm reading or I'm listening to right now because they were they were best friends and they kind of got separated. But now they're, you know, falling in love. Yes. I would have to say, though, my favorite (laughs) is actually the complete opposite. This doesn't surprise me in this situation. (laughs) My favorite. Well, I don't know if I have a favorite because I, I do love them all. But the one that when I think about it, the one that comes out first is definitely enemies to lovers. I love a good enemies to lovers. Really? Yes. Give me a situation. Like what is an example? A good, you know, a good example on a book that you should read is called um, The Hating Game. Oh my gosh, that book. And I'm pretty sure it's being turned into a movie. That book was so good. <laughs> but, oh my goodness. You know, two coworkers can't stand each other you know, just always making each other's lives like miserable at work. And then, you know, one thing leads to another in an elevator and (laughs) dot, 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 (laughs) dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Love it. Oh my goodness. This was fun. Okay. So yes, we want to know what yours is now that I know what this means. And I'm so curious to know what your favorite trope is as well. Yay. So we'll put that on Facebook. I guess that's it. Yay for our first bestie babbles. I think it went pretty well. I think there were a little hiccups. I think we're used to talking about a book. This was fun. And you know what? It was just a journey. And we're just hoping that it makes you smile on your commute or wherever you're listening to this on Monday. And we hope that you get the book, get your next book ready for October. And here we go. Yay. All right. Happy reading, everyone. Thank you. Bye.